Welcome to season five of Live Well, Be Well, a podcast where we speak candidly about all things health and well-being. My name is Renee Delacqua, and I'm a health educator in health promotion services here at UC San Diego. On this episode of Live Well, Be Well, we take a moment to discuss some life hacks to help you spring into success this spring quarter. So we hope you get inspired, we hope you feel connected, and we hope you discover new ways to live your best life. Let's get started. First off, I want to congratulate you for making it to spring quarter of 2021. Over the past year, you all have been through so, so much. You've experienced countless hardships and challenges. You've adapted to remote learning and working. You've had to deal with the challenges that come with living in this new physically distanced world. And I want to take a moment to acknowledge how far you've come and the lessons that you've learned over the past year. So take this time right now to give yourself the biggest pat on the back, to fill your heart and soul with loving and encouraging words, and to acknowledge your strength and your resilience. So you all have the strength, the resilience, and the grit to get through spring quarter, no matter how daunting it may seem at this very moment. What I want to do today is present you all with a few simple life hacks to help you achieve that much more success this spring quarter. So let's start with time management because that tends to be the major culprit when it comes to stress and just feeling overwhelmed in general. When it comes to time management, it's critical that you take a moment at the beginning of each week, maybe Sunday or Monday, to plan out what your week is going to look like. This means utilizing a program, a software, an app that works best for you. For instance, Google Calendar is pretty amazing. And using those programs, start mapping out your week. Being sure to include those periods of self-care, whether that means dedicating 20 to 30 minutes of physical activity, you know, three to five times a week, or those five-minute meditations each morning or each evening. Whatever self-care looks like to you, Be sure that you're incorporating that into your schedule, just like you would, you know, work shift or going to class. And kind of in line with that self-care piece, if you're using YouTube for your workouts or Headspace for meditation, go ahead and attach the link directly into your calendar event to eliminate any of those additional barriers, no matter how small they may seem. And that'll help you keep your motivation to actually do it. When that event pops up um, on your calendar, the link is already there. So you don't really have to think about it, you just gotta do it. So now you have documented all of the things that you need to get done this week, you've really mapped it out. Now take a moment to actually look at each of those activities and start prioritizing your tasks by importance and urgency. Your top priority tasks will be those tasks that are very important and they're also time sensitive. So for example, it could be something like studying for an upcoming exam. That would be a top priority task, especially if it's like at the end of the week. The second priority tasks are those that are important, but they're not necessarily urgent. So these could be things like working out and meal prepping. And with these second priority tasks, this is where your discipline and your self-motivation are really going to come into play. You will have to intentionally take the time to schedule these into your calendar and actually get them done when the time arises. The next thing, breaks. Take those breaks, y'all. Just take the breaks. It is so easy to be on the go, go, go all the time, even in a remote environment. But when we don't take a moment to kind of step back to 
step away from what we're working on to take that mental break to take to rest your eyes that is when we start feeling really burnt out and once we get to the point where we're burnt out it's really really hard to get back on track so it's really important that we take that preventative step by taking those breaks the key to breaks is being a little strategic and intentional with them there are so many different methods Um, from simple to complex when it comes to taking breaks. So for instance, a little bit more intricate method is the Pomodoro method, where you select a task on your to-do list, then you set a timer for 25 minutes and you focus solely on that task for those 25 minutes. When the timer goes off, you take a quick five minute break. You can stand up, do a stretch, kind of walk away from what you're working on. Then when that that five minutes is over, you get back to business by setting another 25 minute timer. You would do this for a total of four rounds. Once you're done with that round, you take a longer break, say 30 minutes. As you can see, the Pomodoro technique, it's very structured. Um, And if that's not your jam, that's totally fine. Just simplify it. So for every, say, 45 minutes of work, you take a 15 minute break or something along those lines. Find the method and the time intervals that work best for you. And what you'll see is that when you take these breaks, when you get back to business, you'll feel uplifted, you'll feel energized. Breaks are really great when it comes to productivity and creativity, all of which are really important when it comes to being a very successful Triton. So now that we have discussed organizing time, it is time that we take a moment to discuss organizing our space. What often happens is that when our space is messy, when it's disorganized, our minds feel messy and disorganized as well. When your space gets cluttered and disorganized, especially in a remote working and learning environment, which is super easy to do, it can make us feel scatterbrained, disorganized, overwhelmed, anxious, etc. And maybe we don't even realize it. It's kind of shocking how disorganization can impact our productivity and our creativity. So it's important to keep things in your space organized and in its proper place to really optimize our success. Take time each and every day to organize your space and put things back where they belong. An easy trick to this is set a timer for 15 to 20 minutes each night and basically reset your living room and your working space in that time. Something that I always do um, is I make it into a competition to see how quickly I can put things back where they belong and get my space reorganized in those 15 to 20 minutes. And that is something that just keeps me motivated. And it's just nice because when I wake up in the uh, wake up the next morning, my place is already all set to go. It's ready for me to get my work done and I don't have to get distracted. I don't feel distracted um, by things that may be out of place or that things are kind of a mess um, in my area. Another tip when it comes to organization of your physical space is to keep a basket or a bin in your living space where you can kind of throw those random items that inevitably get misplaced throughout the day. Then at the end of the day, during those 15 to 20 minutes, you can carry that bin throughout your apartment and easily place the things back where they belong. And when you do this in the evening, again, you get to start your next day off on a clean slate with a space that is ready for you to kind of crank out your work um, and get your things done. And the last life hack that I want to share with you all today is an important one. It is all about starting and ending your day with a heart full of intention and gratitude. So with that, as you wake up each morning, take a few seconds to take a few slow and steady breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth 
and set an intention for the day. Your intention can be something small, something big, something related to your professional, personal, or even academic life. Whatever intention you decide for the day, that can dramatically impact the flow and the feel of your day. And the cool thing is, is that it only takes a few moments of your morning. You don't even have to get out of bed when you're setting your intention. In fact, stay in bed, have your eyes closed, and start focusing on your breath. Taking those slow and steady breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Start reflecting, what do I want to see happen in my day? What is the mindset that I want to adopt for this day that is about to start? And set that intention and see how you feel and how you navigate your world Um, when you have that intention set in place first thing in the morning. And similarly, as you end each day, as you are closing your eyes to rest, reflect on two to three things that you're grateful for. Those two to three things that happened or that you experienced in your day that you can cultivate and express gratitude towards. And Those things can be, it can be people, it can be a person, it can be experiences or just general happenings of your day, or, and most importantly, it can even be your inner traits and your inner strengths that got you through the day. Whatever it may be, cultivate and express gratitude for them. And this is by far one of the best, the most peaceful, and most relaxing ways to end your day. End your day on a sweet note by filling your heart with gratitude. So there you have it. Those were just a few life hacks to help you spring into success this spring quarter. If you're looking for more tips and tricks like these, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at UCSDHPS and check out our new Spring into Success series, which will be launched this Wednesday and it'll occur every Wednesday for the remainder of spring quarter. So that concludes this episode of Live Well, Be Well. If you like what you heard today and would like to learn more about topics related to health and well-being, there's much more to come. Stay tuned for our next episode of Live Well, Be Well. Until next time, be kind, be true, be you. And remember, to be well is to live well. Well,